0: My authenticity test is that if your caption could go on another designer's post, it's not authentic. So if your caption about the dining room that you did could go on to someone else's dining room that they designed, and it would fit there as well, then it's really not authentic enough.
1: The Wingnut Social Podcast, Episode 30, How Authentic is Authenticity? Have you hit a wall when it comes to growing your interior design business? Then welcome to
2: Wingnut Social, the podcast specifically designed to accelerate your business through increased social media presence, impactful online content, and translating digital influence into physical success. This is your social media tightly fastened. Now welcome the
1: host of Wingnut Social, Darla Powell. Hey there, Wingnuts, and welcome to the Wingnut Social podcast. I'm your host, the head wingnut Darla Powell, and I'm joined by the soulless ginger
2: Natalie Graff,
1: Natalie Ann Graff, A.K.A. Nag.
2: You got anything else today? No, any, I any new
1: material? No, you're, no. You're nobody sent me in any new material. and You're new stuck ideas. on old old stuff. Okay. Yeah, I'm stuck on old stuff. So Natalie and I just returned from the Design Influencers Conference, not convention, which I have said in the past, and I have to tell you, it was really amazing. What a really good production Adam Japko puts on over there. If anyone is teetering or on the fence about the value of going run don't walk go yes, next go. year
2: go go i believe it's supposed to be in san fran next year
1: san francisco saroni. Hey, you tree. know oh, what wait. i've never been to san
2: francisco so
1: i, I haven't either i
2: guess we're going
1: I, I hear it's very hilly i hear there's a big bridge out there wow you get around i do I do. I'm, I'm, <laughs> me, I'm smart. Let me tell you something, Wingnuts. Natalie Ann Graff, my emotional support, Ginger, for which she fulfilled that role in a stellar fashion at the Design Influencers Conference, which is the acronym. We don't discuss, darling. <laughs> we don't discuss. You are a 13-year-old boy, darling. Keep moving. <laughs> really did a stellar job of working the rooms and networking and talking to people. We even did an interview in a bathtub. That was awesome. Yeah. Not sans clothing, however. We, we were fully dressed and we
2: showed the picture to uh, our daughter yesterday and typical teenagers, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah, we did an interview in a bathtub. And she said some smart comment. And then she goes, wait, what'd you just say? <laughs> and then she proceeds to tell me I looked like James Dean, but don't let it, it go to my head did, with
1: that faux leather jacket they yeah, had there, which there was go. very vegan friendly. So also on the last podcast, I know we discussed about a little bit about my migraine suffering and the new medication. I did have a couple of people reach out to me who wanted to get some more information on that. It, it's working really well for me because I, I suffer from horrible migraine migraines. I have for years, and it's called Ajovy, and that's A-J-O-V-Y. And I did say that my memory was kind of shite, but I really don't think it's part of that. I think it's part of the stress. And also, here's an announcement for all of you women out here who I know is going to feel my pain. Menopause is a bitch.
2: (laughs) Trust me, I'm living with it, guys. I'm living with it. So
1: I really think that, you know, I was reading about that because I am a doctor on the internet. And there's some memory issues there, too. So if I forget something, if I forget, you know, you guys, anything, any details, just bear with me because I'm a wingnut number one. But also, like I said, menopause sucks, but...
2: Just send her an email if she forgets who you are. Just say, hey, remember me? This is who I am. Natalie, but
1: who do we have on the show today? We have a very
2: special guest on the show They're today. They're all special. Well, they are all special, but this one's a little near and dear to us because she is absolutely amazing and mm-hmm. near and dear to our heart because she is our director. We want to welcome Shana Heinersey. Our director? Like? Like oh, she has a social. megaphone and no, she says no, action. No, no. Well, she does that too, and she keeps you in
1: line. She does. She does keep me in line. She check. does
2: tell you, I tell you out of this, out of love, but you were banned. Banned from certain apps. Yeah, yes, exactly. yes, you're not allowed to do certain things. But yeah. this woman is incredibly amazing. She's very talented and smart. She's brilliant. Let me tell you, this woman is beyond. She really smart. is
1: smart. And let me tell you, I like to think I'm pretty smart. You know, I'm relatively no. intelligent, but when I'm in no. a room with her, I, I pretty no. much go You dumb You're dumb. I'm pretty dumb. <laughs> All right, guys, so today we're talking all about authenticity and authenticity on Instagram, on your social media channels, and it's something that gets bandied about really casually. We say, you know, be your authentic self, be your authentic self, and it's, it's kind of getting cliche and a little trite. What do we actually mean by that, and does being authentic actually mean you know, no holds barred, you're totally bared, transparent, picking your nose on Instagram. <laughs> That's not a good not idea. really. So there's different personas that we do present to our fan base, to our clients, to our bosses. And so those are things that we need to keep in mind within the parameters of authenticity. And I'm doing air quotes right now. And you guys might be really interested to hear this. When Shana and I were talking about this for the episode, I had like a little, wow, this is a new take on this subject that I have never been presented with and I had a little uh, aha moment so you guys I think are going to find this spin really interesting so wingnuts help me in welcoming our director of social media Shana Heinrichi to the wingnut social podcast Hey there, Shayna. Welcome to the Wingnut Social Podcast. Thank you so much for being our guest today.
0: Hi, I'm so excited to be
2: here. Wait a minute. Did she have a choice to be our guest or is she just part <laughs> she of our team? She did. This isn't a tyranny. Shayna, was it a choice? <laughs> I, I, sort of. Oh, I love it. I love it. The truth and the honesty. And isn't that what we're talking about?
1: Yeah, yeah we're talking about, yeah, kind Aww. of, kind of. But I think you're going to really enjoy the twist that Shayna has here. It might give you some food for thought.
2: Oh, I might learn something today.
1: Shane, I was telling the Wingnuts a little bit about you and that you're our director of social media. Extraordinaire, I might say. All of our clients are extremely happy with you. But tell the Wingnuts a little bit about your background and what makes you so qualified to discuss this subject.
0: Well, I've been working in communication for over 20 years. I started at a public relations agency long ago. So I I come from a PR background and really focusing on messaging and strategy and how you communicate things. I have a master's degree in communication and an almost completed doctorate in communication as well. I spent about a decade as a professor of communication, teaching mostly in PR and social media and strategy. And also researching and publishing a lot in those areas, too. And then I went back into working in professional, you know, marketing, communication, social media, and I've been really been doing social media for solidly for the past eight or nine years.
1: Wow, that's that's quite an impressive list. I, as you were saying all that and reading off that resume, I was thinking to myself, I hope we're paying you enough. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Kind of thinking, Wow. She works for us. Yeah, <laughs> wow, I know. I mean,
1: yeah, exactly. Remember how I said I feel like it when I'm in the room with her? Okay, well, there you go. There's a reason why. So today, Shana, we're talking about authenticity. And I was telling the wingnuts that it gets bandied about quite loose, loosey-goosey. So we're going to really dive into the the nitty gritty and the wi- willy-nilly? No, the nitty gritty of authenticity and what it means. So let's start out. Let's just dig in. So everyone says, including yours truly and Natalie, that authenticity is the top trend of 2019. Why is that? What is authenticity? What does it mean? And what are we really talking about?
0: Authenticity, it definitely is the most important thing of 2019 for brands because people have gotten a lot more reticent about engaging with brands on social media. There's been a lot of loss of public trust because there's been all this data selling that's happening, targeting people with fake stories, fake information. Even with the Me Too movement, there's just been a lot of loss of public trust in sort of all of our public entities that are out there and companies, governments, influencers, celebrities. So it takes a lot more now to build trust With people, whether you're an individual or a big corporation, you really have to make an effort to build that trust with the public. But being authentic is tough, it's a lot harder than people think. There's a lot more to it. And I have just a general test for your social media. Uh, That you can think about, and we'll talk more about this, but my authenticity test is that if your caption could go on another designer's post, it's not authentic. So if your caption about the dining room that you did could go on to someone else's dining room that they designed, and it would fit there as well, then it's really not authentic enough.
1: Wow, that's a high bar because how much can you say about a dining room? But it, but I understand where you're coming from. and it's it's, you know, you bringing up the lack of public trust. Reminds me, I just recently started reading a book, and when I say reading, listening to, because the wingnuts know I'm addicted to audio, Marketing Rebellion by Mark Schaefer. And he does touch on that a lot about the public, you know, doesn't have brand loyalty anymore. They, they don't have that same kind of trust. And so that that's really very interesting that you bring that up. And, like you know, I really recommend that book, guys. It's going to open up your mind to that issue.
0: They can have brand loyalty. I mean, brand loyalty and mm-hmm. sort of the way it was has faded. But there is something that still does cause a lot of brand loyalty, and that is companies that share the values of their consumers. And that's one of the things I talk about when I really stress building authenticity with our clients is that you have to look to your values. And companies that double down on particular values tend to have a lot more brand loyalty than ones that don't and really stress those values. Now, the problem with focusing on your values is that sometimes they'll alienate certain people and attract others who might not agree with those values,
1: but that's what we want, really, right? We do want that.
0: Yeah, ultimately, that's what you want. But it can be a little it can be a little scary sometimes when big brands or individual entrepreneurs go in and double down on that values. So there, there's that fear of alienating people who may have been your customers already, even if you really want people that share those values. In the end,
1: that's true. And to your point, I went through that. I had that the stomach, you know, not tightening when I started posting more pictures. Of Of Natalie and myself, you know, together as a couple on Instagram, you know, as we're, you know, we're together. And I was thinking to myself, "Gosh, you know, am I? I'm going to lose some followers by doing this." But that went back to that is me, that's my life, and transparent, and that's the authenticity there. So yeah, that was scary. And also about going on there and saying, you know, I was a cop in a past life and putting pictures of myself in uniform. You know, people, there's a lot of people out there that maybe aren't too keen on. Law enforcement. Am I going to lose some followers here? And so that was scary, but it definitely dialed in, you know, my followers and the people that are following me. I know they like me for me. You don't have to worry about that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Or is that what you're referring to? Okay.
0: Yeah. That's what I'm referring to. It goes a little farther and a little deeper than that. But okay. So you're putting yourself out there that way and you're choosing certain values that you're portraying because when you're authentic, you're doing more than just showing who you are. So if you're having other actions that are helping to back up this version of yourself that you're putting out there and those values that you decided to really invest in your brand um, and you're doing other actions to back them up, that helps to show people rather than just, you know, this is who I am. So that's a value that's important. But then showing that your business as a whole is taking other actions that's helping to support those values that helps to reinforce that action as authentic with the company. Shana, you've been talking
2: about being authentic and that you need to be yourself. But let's dig into what does that really mean? I mean, do you want to say, hey, I'm at Publix, I'm on the beer aisle, I'm buying Stella, or how do you portray that into being yourself? I mean, you don't want to get down to your daily routine, but yet you still want to let people have a peek inside of your life.
1: Don't you though? Some people do want to see you buying Stella.
2: Well, that's a, because it's me. Well,
1: let's let, let's let Shayna answer But
2: let's let Shayna <laughs> answer that because how do we let people have a peek inside of our lives without going overboard?
1: Yeah,
0: I do not agree that authenticity and being yourself are necessarily the same thing. I think that's a a misunderstanding of authenticity. It's a little bit of it, but it's not necessarily the same thing because really... No one can ever know who you are wholly because you have decades and decades of personal experiences. Even the people who are closest to you and maybe have spent decades of your life with you, they're not with you every second. They don't know everything that you've thought and felt. They don't experience how you experience illness or pain. They can't live in your body with you. So no one ever knows all of us. We are always choosing A part of us to portray. We're curating who we are and we're portraying a different part of us and sharing a different part of us when we interact with different people. So you might be a different person with your children than you are with your boss, for example. And we choose who we're going to be. We choose what parts of ourselves we're going to express. So it's always a choice. It's not that any of those are inauthentic. They're who you are, but you're choosing which parts of yourself to show. So It's pretty similar with social media. You can't put all of yourself out there on social media. There's just no way. There's too much. People are too complicated and have too many different things going on, Too many parts of their lives. So you choose specific parts and you figure out what part of yourself you want to show on social media. Now, I always say, look to your values when you're trying to choose that part of yourself that you want to show on social media. And with our clients, we help them figure that out. And we come up with a content mix that is saying, you know, you want to have this percent be about these things, this percent be about this. So we have an idea of what it is that we want to show, who it is we want to develop. But you can choose aspects of your personality that you might want to share? And what is off bounds? For some people, their children are off bounds. I absolutely do not want to share anything about my children. Well, good. It's good you know that about yourself. Other people might say, oh, being a mother is who I am. And I really think that I can share important things about being a mother with other people. Talking about myself as a designer, working designer and a mom is a really important thing that I can share. So they want to share that aspect of themselves. It's, it's personal to your values and your interests and what you think you should put out there. But you need to create those boundaries and decide what are you going to show and what aren't you. If I understand you
2: correctly, bottom line is put out there who you are, but the pieces of that you want your fans and your brand to see, but also put out who you are as someone that's, it's not fake. You have to be who you are because if you put out somewhere that you're not, someone's going to be like, wait a minute, you did that and you did this and you did, wait a minute, this, you know, they don't (laughs) add up. They're not, they're not the same. Am I correct? You've right. Gotta put out who you want to be that you want the public to know that you're real and you don't put out something that, oh, I did this, but you didn't really do that. Yes. Did I make a really good, confusing argument? No. That, or an answer? That's
0: my argument about <laughs> authenticity. Authenticity does not mean being yourself, although that's kind of important. But what it really means is consistency between what you say, what you do, and what you value. All of those things have to be consistent. What you say, what you do, and what you value. So if you put something out on social media that says you support cancer victims, but then you don't do any action to support cancer victims, there's no donations, no volunteering, no personal sacrifice you've made to support a friend, that would be very inauthentic. And if people find out that you're not really doing anything, you might have serious social media backlash. So there always has to be that consistency. Um, that's what I meant earlier about that you, you need to take things a little farther than just showing who you are as part of your values. If it's part of your values, it can be part of who you are. And you need to show that, but then you also have to take other actions around it. So maybe it's some charity that you do. Maybe it's something your business supports. Maybe you've written articles about it. Um, Maybe you talk personally about how this has affected you or how you've supported other people who are doing this. So you need to show consistency between what you're saying, who you are, what you do, what you value. All of those things being consistent on and off social media is what makes authenticity.
1: So you're saying that if you get on there and you're, you know, you're posting, like, for example, like my account, you know, I'm a past cop, you know, I've posted, you know, Natalie's in my relationship. Is it important to back that up as well? Like seeking out activities to support that? Or I mean, is that something that you should do proactively? I mean, you know, like a, a charity for law enforcement or, <laughs> you know, supporting LGBT issues? Or how important is that to tie that together? Or can I just, it is what it is and, and move on?
0: Well, it depends on how big of a value you want to make that of your company. Okay. So if that's something that you want your company to be known for and, you know, for DPI, it's an easy fit, then yes, you might want to talk about doing donations for law enforcement or some sort of charity or volunteer work that you could do that helps law enforcement. There might be ties that you do there and you could create that as a value surrounding your company, just as an example that I hope whoever's listening can take to heart with their own company. Or it could just be something who you are. And perhaps there's other values that you want to focus on and really attach to your company.
1: All right, And it's something Natalie and I've been, you know, we were very inspired by Susan Winterstein of Savvy um, Giving. And we love that model, but we were thinking of taking, you know, fire because Natalie's a firefighter and I'm a retired police officer. For those of you who don't know, 18 and a half years as a sergeant or a detective sergeant in Miami-Dade Police. And doing a similar charity, like Room Design, helping them more comfortable for, you know, cancer victims on both fire side and the law enforcement side with, you know, a retired police, retired firefighters, those families in need. So that's something that actually has been, uh, we've talked about as a future passion project. So that would tie in really nicely and just, I think, accidentally fit into what you're talking about.
0: Yeah. And so that would be something that you'd want to share. Sometimes I know there's a lot of designers out there who are doing a lot of, you know, really great volunteer work on the side that doesn't have anything to do with their design. And they're not necessarily showing that on social media, but Go ahead and show it. If you think it's a value that might fit with your company, show that you're doing that. People might relate to that. It's part of you. It's part of who you are. And people want to know what your personality is. People hire the personality of designers as much, sometimes even more, than they hire the style of the designer. And social media is your chance to put your personality out there for people to get to know you.
1: Right. Because we just had, uh, you know, Nicola Dwyer on. And that's something that we were pushing her to do as a wingnut social client and get in there and get her stories. And she's been doing that better and showing her personality. And she's gotten quite the uptick. Yeah. So how do you determine as a social media director, consultant for clients to, you know, figure out, winnow out what part of that personality that they're going to show? Because I know some people do really well getting on there you know with the the Kardashian filters and the glamour and the instagram but then you have other designers other clients who get on there with no makeup <laughs> you know the baseball cap and totally transparent and that's themselves and they people really seem to eat that up you, how do you recommend where a client or a designer is going to winnow that authenticity and i'm doing air quotes again on their public persona social media
0: well social media is a ton of work And being an influencer is a ton of work. So I don't ever recommend that someone tries to be an influencer for something that they're not interested in or they're not into. I've worked in the beauty industry before for a brand, for a cosmetic company, um, working with influencers and seeing how much work that takes, I would never recommend that a designer focus on adding a beauty element to their graphic design if they weren't really into cosmetics and loving makeup and loving that beauty aspect themselves if they don't want to wear makeup like man the work that it takes on its own and then to also have to do that and not really like it would just be Awful.
2: So, oh, that would be terrible. I could never do that. Yeah, because I get forced to do it. Yeah, and every time I'd have to take a picture. Oh, you better go put your put makeup some mascara
0: on. on Natalie. Nope, not gonna happen. <laughs> yeah. So for some people who really love that, I really love that. I really love makeup. But for <laughs> some people who really love it, it can be fun and it can be a nice add-on to their persona and a way to give them authority over an additional issue and to show their personality in addition to design. But I really ask people to look and start looking at things that are close to design. So things that relate to home is a good place to start. Think about, you know, are you really into gardening? Are you into DIY home stuff? Um, parenting is a good area. Cooking. Those are nice home areas. And then you can look at other things, even like fashion. Are you really into books? Comedy? There's all sorts of different areas that you can add in that help show your personality. And that's what I meant earlier when I said that if your caption could go on another designer's post, it's not
1: authentic. Mm -hmm. I was just going to ask you about that again. Yeah.
0: What you say about that dining room table is something that most likely other designers would say too. Maybe it's a really new, interesting take, but a lot of times it's Other designers would think of similar things to say. So it's that personality that you add. It's that joke that you add. If comedy is one of the things that you're adding or how you connect it to fashion, if that's really your thing. It's how you connect it to those specific personal attributes that you're showing your personality. That's how you make it seem authentic to you. And that's how you make it something that couldn't go on any dining room table post.
1: You know, Shana, I love that you mentioned tying it in with fashion. That brings to mind a, a designer acquaintance of mine just through the interwebs. We haven't met in person yet. Ellie C. Wolf is her handle on Instagram, but she does an amazing job at tying in her interior design with fashion trends. She'll put, you know, a fashion runway photo side by side to something that inspired a design room. And it's just, I look forward to it all the, every time she does it, she's so good at that. And that got me to be very loyal, you know, on her account and following her and looking forward to that. And as far as describing rooms and stuff and Natalie and I have done a handful of videos on projects and uh, finger guns are very prevalent <laughs> I think that, yeah, we, we try to keep it entertaining and, you know, describe stuff in a different manner, but it's kind of, it's kind of difficult when you have a dining room, you have your chandelier, you have your chairs, you have your fabric. So I, I guess that really just just drives it home. You really have to be open and, and share your personality without holding back, right?
0: Yeah, you have to, you know, choose those aspects that you want to share. And when you do share them, you can find ways to incorporate that into all sorts of different posts that you're doing. So- So you can talk about design while also talking about these other aspects and sometimes you just share a photo of a dining room that you did and sometimes you might not even mention the dining room sometimes you might just go into and talk about something else if you look at like the really major design influencers you'll see that they do that a lot of times on their post their actual caption doesn't even mention the photo you don't want to do that all of the time. Of course, you want to talk about the design, but you don't always have to talk about the design. People look at the picture. They get the picture. They like the picture, but you can talk about other stuff as well in your
1: captions. You know, that's true. I think Emily Henderson actually does that a lot. I'm just looking through her account real quick. She does do that. She'll put a pretty picture and then she'll put a whole uh, paragraph of this is what I was doing today and the kids and the school and the cooking and the butt. Cause that's her thing. And then maybe a mention about, you know, to support her story about something in the kitchen, et cetera. So, you know, that's actually really a little bit of an aha for me. You don't always do, here's a pretty picture, but here's a story of my life, my personality, my interests today, which for me would probably be comedy. So-
2: <laughs> <laughs> Shayna, my head is just spinning. So you have no idea. Uh, I live with Darla, so it spins all the time anyways, but my head is spinning. Can you just give me a brief summary so I can wrap my poor soulless ginger mind around this?
0: (laughs) Well, one of the, the, the most important thing I think to remember is that when you think about authenticity, make certain that you... Really think about cultivating who you are. Authenticity is manufactured and curated. I know sometimes people don't want to hear that, but it really is. The real self for you might be sitting on the couch eating Ben and Jerry's out of the carton. That might be you. That might not be the you that you want to put on social media. <laughs> Or it may be for some people that works, that works. That's the person they put out there and people love that. So you really have to figure that out. Social media has to be curated. It doesn't work with this idea of if I just be me, put out whatever I think, whatever I find and just make this sort of a stream of consciousness feed that doesn't work on social media very well. So you need to curate it. You need to figure out what it is I'm going to put out there who I'm going to be on social media, what aspects that are true to myself I can put out there and really make shine on social. And once you do that and pick things that are true to you and true to your values, I think you'll find that you find a lot more people who are engaging with you, following you, and really interested in what you have to say.
1: Yeah, that's excellent summary, Shana. And, you know, when you were explaining that, it had me think about, you know, interior designers, sometimes they're so reluctant to hire a firm or an agency or someone else to do their social media because they're like, oh, I can do this myself. I can throw up pictures. How hard can it be? I just don't have the time. But there's a whole hell of a lot more to it than that, that with the strategy. And just I hope you guys listening to Shana has opened up your eyes a little bit about, you know, what to post and curating your feed a little bit more. And when we say it's time consuming, I mean, Shana, how many hours a day do you work? (laughs) <laughs>
2: uh, you don't have to answer yeah. that shana we all know
1: that it's a yeah, ton of hours shana puts in uh, yeah <laughs> all, all the hours yeah it's it's so so much work and she doesn't even have time to do uh, you know darla palentieri sometimes a wingnut social because of the work we put in so Shayna, thank you so much for these eye-opening Thoughts about authenticity. I have to tell you that it was it's the first time I've ever heard that spin on it and I really appreciate it. And it's not blowing smoke. You know, be authentic. But now we have we've dived a little bit deeper into that, so we know what that means. But now I have to ask you if you're ready for the what up wingnut round.
0: I think I can handle it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> she's worked with you long enough, Darla, that she knows you're a little out there and you're a little, a little off. So and a lot. I, I think she's got this. By the way,
1: I am the person on the couch eating a pint of Ben and Jerry's. <laughs> now it's time for What Up Wing Night. Shana Heinrichi, if you were a tree, what kind of tree would you be and why?
0: I would be a live oak tree because when I lived in New Orleans, I loved how all of those live oaks along the sidewalks, like their roots would go under the sidewalks and even under the street sometimes and come up above the concrete. They'd break the concrete and start popping up out of the sidewalks and popping up under the streets. And it was so cool because it was like, you can put concrete on me, but that's not going to stop me. I've been here so long and I'm so old, like there's nothing, all of you people can build a city around me and I don't care. Wow. There's nothing like a live oak to make you feel small and kind of insignificant and put your life in perspective to me.
1: I think I need a moment. That was so (laughs) deep. That was a terrific answer, Shana. You're hired. (laughs) <laughs> Let's just all have a moment of silence Shayna, if you were on death row, what would your last meal be?
0: Uh, Thai red curry
1: Nice <laughs> If you could only have one superhero power, what would it be and why?
0: Oh, influence
1: Really? Yes. Tell me how that would work.
0: Totally influence. No one ever says that and I never know why. Well, with (laughs) influence, you have all of these other powers as well because you don't have to be super strong because you can make someone who's super strong do stuff for you. (laughs)
1: <laughs> oh this is perfect i told you guys she was really smart right <laughs> okay. okay Shayna, recommend a book to the wingnuts that has had a profound effect on you either personally or professionally
0: i tend to not read a lot of marketing books because they tend to be out of date by the time they're written let alone by the time they're published because things are changing so fast but sometimes i do like ones that have long-term messages that can be taken all sorts of years that can be followed for years and years. Those can be good. But really, I think the best is George Orwell's 1984. It really tells you the power of marketing in a very scary way. But when I was in high school, I think it was the thing that most got me interested in marketing and communications because it was so powerful that you could do these things and have these tactics and have such Awful sort of control over society, which made me think back then in high school, if that could happen, if that sort of thing could happen that they were showing in this book, is there a way to use some of those aspects that they're showing as a way to resist, as a way to put out new messages? If they could change the culture in this bad way in 1984. Is there a way we could change the culture for good and get other messages out? So it really got me interested in, in thinking about how we can use communication to sort of shape our culture for good.
1: That that book really imprinted upon you. And I have to tell you that I think all of our IQ points just went up like 10% listening to you <laughs> describe that book. Yeah, that was a great book. And I remember having to read that in high school um, years ago. Shana. Thank you so much for being a guest on the podcast, and thank you so much for being an outstanding social media director for Wingnet Social. I don't know how we were so blessed to get you, but we are incredibly lucky, and I know our clients love you, and I can't thank you enough.
0: Oh, thank you so much. That's really nice to hear.
1: All right.
2: So we can't really ask Shayna where can people find you? But yes, we can. Shayna, are you making an appearance anytime soon?
0: Well, I'll be at Luann Live at the end of ah. March
1: yes yeah, she that's will. right you will so Shayna heinersy will be at luann live with us where i'm seeing that event and for more deets you guys can go to luann live.com that's l-u-a-n-n-l-i-v-e.com and you can meet uh the your favorite wingnut the soulless ginger and now Shayna heinersy and you can just see in person just how incredibly brilliant she is thank you so much again shana we will see you monday
0: yeah thank you
1: Natalie Ann Graff. Yes. Natalie Ann Graff. How smart is Shana? Brilliant. Right? Yeah. I mean, she, my brain hurts a little bit. I'm the one in the classroom with the dense
2: cap on. Yeah. <laughs> Would be in facing the corner, yeah, in time out, probably for
1: yeah, being not nice. And like I said, when we first talked about the subject, she put just a different spin on it, you know, that I think that it was really informative and really helpful for people to hear. Authenticity is not exactly what you think it is, you know, when you just bandy that about. So, again, guys, she's going to be at Luann Live, and that's going to be March 30th through April 1st at Short Hills, New Jersey, New Jersey, not Short Hills, at the Hilton.
2: Is it at the Hilton? Oh, my gosh, Darla. Do you even pay attention? <laughs> yes, it's at the Hilton. Have you not been keeping up on the emails oh, we that we get from Luann? we just stayed at Luan? the Hyatt Hello? at
1: the Design Influencers Conventions. A uh, conference, conference, conference. See? Wow, you just don't pay attention. I know. Well, listen, menopause is a bitch. I okay. think we went over that. Yes. Okay, guys. Also, make sure to go to LuannLive.com. Check out those deets. We would love to see you there. We're going to be emceeing. Shana will be there. She can make us all feel just really uh, stupid. <laughs> No, she's, sweet. she's awesome. a sweetheart. She's a very, awesome. very nice person. And don't forget that the ever fabulous and ebullient Nicole Heimer of Curio Electro and I will be giving a talk on how to get real clients from your social media marketing at High Point at the Chandra Ruggs showroom. And that's on April 7th. And that's going to be at 2 p.m. And you guys can RSVP by going to events.mydomastudio.com slash social media. And we give our thanks so much to Sarah Danielli at My Doma Studio and also to Ravi Tiwari at Chandra Rugs for helping us with this event and sponsoring it. We are very excited. So you guys go there, RSVP. We can't wait to meet you in person. And the soulless ginger, Natalie Ann Graff, will be working the crowd and giving you the mustaches for your questions after Absolutely. our talk. Absolutely. <laughs> All right, guys. So if you like what you hear, please leave us a review on iTunes or wherever you're listening to this podcast. Please check us out at social media at Social. Send us an email to info at Social if you have any burning questions or new nicknames for Natalie. And until next week, that's all we got.
2: Yeah. And if you need any help with your social media, of course, Shane is brilliant. You know where to mm-hmm. find us. One
1: eight seven seven wingnut Until next time, guys. So long. See ya.
2: Shainra Hinersey and she no, is... Not Ugh, no, not Shainra. Shanna. No, not even Shanna. Oh my
1: gosh. I just...
2: Tell me something. New. Tell me
1: something, girl. Oh
2: man, it was blurry.
1: Oh, uh, good. You can leave it that way because we're recording right now. Oh. So Natalie and I just came from the dick. <laughs>
2: just... no. No, 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 no.
1: Yes, no, come no. on. No. It is. I'm not going to follow that. Oh my God, you're such a snob. Okay, ready?